Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today. And I came up with a slight idea. What if I recorded more than once a week? Um, uh, let's say, what if I did it like as many times as I possibly could a week? So that might be three times a week, that might be four times a week. Or would you guys rather have this more of the once a week type of thing? Because it's almost summer now, and believe it or not, I'm actually less busy in the summer than I am during the school year. So I could probably fit more than one podcast in in the summer. Let me know what you guys think. Um, yeah, so today's episode is going to be... Uh, we're going to talk about the compassionate leftism. Uh, you guys... You've all heard of Democrats, you've all heard of uh, socialists, communists, they're all part of the left. Fascists, they're all part of the left. When I say leftism, I'm not talking about liberals as a whole, I'm talking about the extreme liberals who are actually bigots. And by bigot, I mean they believe what they believe with no basis whatsoever. So, to put this into a perspective, a real Democrat would be, ooh, who's that one uh, Kentucky senator who's a Democrat? Uh, I don't know his name. He would be like a real Democrat. He just simply believes that our economic issues can be fixed a different way than the way the Republicans think. He's not all jumble mumbo over genders and all that weird stuff. On the other hand... A leftist would be like Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, all of those other people that you pretty sure you've heard of. A Maxine Waters. <laughs> so we're going to brief over the um, differences between leftism and rightism. And when I say rightism, I mean the extreme right that takes it to another level that I don't like whatsoever, okay? Uh, those would include white supremacists, in some cases neo-Nazis, and there's the um, a group that Democrats call white nationalists, but that gets a bit convoluted and confusing once we get into that. So, well, I'll talk about that more when we get into that topic. So let's quickly start with Antifa. I was watching... Um, this speaker from uh, Young America's Foundation. He's a black speaker. He fought for our freedom and the Middle Eastern countries' freedoms against terrorism. And someone asked him, so do you think white nationalism, like white nationalists are a threat, or sorry, not white nationalists, do you think white supremacists are a threat to black Americans? And his answer was, well, of course I'm a threat. Then why don't you do something against them? Is like, I do. I openly speak against them. I condemn them. The real question is, do you think Antifa is a terrorist organization? Because I think Antifa is a terrorist organization, but how come no one's going after Antifa? Well, I have an answer for that. No one is going after Antifa because they act like they have an excuse. Their name means anti-fascist, and their anti-fascist ideologies pretend to support a specific... Um, politician and a specific agenda but as we just saw recently it's a fake agenda Antifa's only agenda is to tear down the United States of America they are a domestic terrorist organization unfortunately we have way too many of those who says 
So, um, let's back up a little bit. We'll go to 2001, to um, what many believe to be the beginning of actual terrorism. And it's not. Before that, we were scared of Irishmen, not Muslims. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> so, Twin Towers get crashed into thousands of people. Well, I shouldn't say thousands, but over a thousand people die um it was a horrible horrible incident and we have killed the cause osama bin laden was the cause we have killed him we have sort of won the war against terror we've done all these things to stop terrorism but what we're not doing I like those things that we're doing against terrorism. What we're not doing is we're not speaking against the domestic terrorists that have wound their ways into America and made themselves look like the good guys. Antifa, for example. Another one. Or even, uh, actually, I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to add on to that because it gets confusing and I'll talk about it a bit later. So, this idea that... It's kind of a universal idea, actually. The idea that the other side, the other extreme side, is a terrorist. So, if you're on the right, most of the people on the right think that the far left are terrorists. And if you're on the left, most of the people on the left think that the far right are the terrorists. Well, I'm going to uh, prove that wrong real quick. It doesn't matter how far right or how far left you really are. Now, don't get me wrong, the majority of them are on the far right or far left. But that's just no... It's a difference, there's a difference between correlation and causation, okay? So it's... There's ter uh, domestic terrorist groups on the far right. There's domestic terrorist groups on the far left. There's a domestic terrorist group in the middle. And I'll go to that later. And then there's domestic terrorist groups that are too small to really talk about. There's some in the middle of the left, some in the middle of the right, some here, some there. They don't really get anywhere. Just gangs, basically. And we're... I'm going to specifically focus on the big ones here because I don't know much about the small ones. And I don't know why, what their agendas are, or so forth. So, again, back to Antifa. Their anti-fascist ideas, they taught... Actually, I shouldn't say they taught... You know BLM, Black Lives Matter? I believe BLM to be a terrorist organization. They are on the far left. And that that doesn't make them a terrorist organization. Again, <laughs> I'm just saying, simply stating that BLM is on the far left of the equation. So they openly riot. They burn buildings. They beat you up for being white and wearing a Trump hat when they themselves are white. They're so racist, honestly, people. So it's a confusing thing when I'm saying what I'm about to say. The organization of BLM, meaning only the leaders, are the terrorists. You guys can beat me up for this. And I'm, I thought about this for a long time. Um, BLM has supporters, right? And I have personally met many of these BLM supporters. Obviously, I don't support BLM. Do not start saying, hey, you support BLM. You're a something. I don't know what you'd call me. Something. I don't support the BLM organization. I do believe Black Lives Matter. I also believe White Lives Matter. I believe All Lives Matter. Um, 
the thing that I'm trying to say here is everyone has supporters. Each organization has a list of supporters. These supporters come and go. The only terrorists in them are the bigots, which are the leaders, and there's a couple supporters in there. But not really. The majority of the supporters are only there because that's actually what they believe is true, which is sad. And it's, it's something that we need to fix through our education and our speeches and our government in general. It's, it's, a, it's a disaster. It's, um... Do you guys remember the Cuban Revolution? Yeah. It makes me feel like that. <laughs> it's a sad thing. So... How do I say this? We're talking about BLM and them beating people up. That's what makes them a terrorist organization. I want the leaders of BLM torn down. I want them thrown into prison for their entire life. And anyone who committed a crime thrown in there with them. Those who simply peacefully march with a sign. I don't like them. But we can do nothing against them. So let's go to one last leftist. Well, okay, I say leftist. It's more, there's some of it's left and some of it's right organization called neo-Nazism. You all know the Nazis. The Nazis were the people who hated the Jews and so forth and so forth and so forth. So let's come, let's think about this here. What were the Nazis' political ideologies? Obviously, kill the Jews, okay? They hated the Jews. What were their uh, policies, though? What were they trying to put into place? Like, government health care or gun control? Well, they were trying to do all that stuff. So, a neo-Nazi can either be a socialist who's so extreme that he follows the Nazi policies, but not the killing the Jews part, but the Nazi policies and identifies, I shouldn't say identify, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what you identify as, it doesn't change the truth, and is a neo-Nazi, that would make him a neo-Nazi, but not the harmful kind, or there's the harmful kind, and this harmful kind believes in the killing of the Jews, and this harmful kind doesn't really have a specific political spectrum, they're on the right, they're on the left, they're everywhere, they're, yeah, they're more on their own. And the thing about them is that um, they hate the Jews. They like what Hitler did with massacres and all of this other stuff. They oh, they like the mass production of weapons. Mass destruction weapons. And I'm going to be honest, I do too, so I guess we have one thing in common. Um, oh, uh, let me add to that. I don't like the mass destruction. The, ma the production of mass destruction weapons just to see them blow up. I just like to know the science behind them. Just to clarify. So neo-Nazism is a terrorist organization. The, the harmful kind. The harmful kind is a terrorist organization. They constantly get attacked. This is the thing. They constantly get attacked by the left. And the left wants their free speech taken away just because they're talking against the Jews. Now, I hate it when people talk against the Jews. I know people who are Jewish. I I listen to a podcast called Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's a Jew. I have nothing against the Jews. In fact, 
I love them as a brother. The thing is, we can't punish them for their speech. We can't just punish someone because they're saying something that we think is wrong. Or even if we know it's wrong, we just can't say that. Because in their eyes, it's our opinion. So we can't just punish them for what they're saying. It's a sad thing, and I wish we could, and I would love to. I would join the fight with anyone against them any day it becomes legal. But we can't make it legal. That's the problem. So these leftists are trying to take away their speech. That's the wrong approach at it. You can't take away their speech or they will get stronger. They will find new ways, and they will get stronger. And trust me, when they come back, when they come back from um, being attacked and having their free speech taken away, it's going to be a fight for a lifetime. So the better way to come at these terrorists is play their game. They have this game called, we know the truth and you don't. It's called arrogance. And I, I'm so arrogant, actually. I'm pretty arrogant. I believe that I know the truth and no one, and anyone who disagrees with me is, doesn't know the truth. That's simply what I believe. <laughs> um, you can call me arrogant. It's okay. Um, the best way to come at these neo-Nazis and other terrorist organizations are similar to this is to ask them questions. Why? Why do you want to kill the Jews? Does this make you feel better? Does killing and massacring a specific group of people help you in any way, shape, or form? What did the Jews do wrong to you? Debate with them. Educate them. That's the best way. You can't take away stuff from them. You're only going to make them stronger. You um, you guys remember, you have to remember this. If you don't, I'm going to laugh. If you don't remember the, the Christian revolution, I'm going to call it the revolution, after Paul's death, the church expanded like rapidly. You know what's weird, though? They were being persecuted. So why was the church expanding so quickly? Because they were scattering them out. And when they scattered them out, they preached the gospel, which brought god's word to many different places so if we were to simply persecute the nazis and take away their freedom of speech and all this kind of stuff they're in a good, it's going to grow bigger and they're going to use that as proof of their point so no persecuting them is a bad idea just debate with them and attempt your best to try to educate them and if they do commit an illegal crime and become a terrorist arrest them, throw them in prison for life. I don't have no time to deal with them. Another uh, terrorist group. Let's get... So we went from extreme left to left to meh. Can be either one. Let's go to the right a little bit. White supremacy. They are on the right side of the equation. Believe it or not, they are conservative people. Uh, it's a bad face for the conservative party, but... They are conservative, so we kind of have to accept that there's a terrorist group on the right side of the equation. The problem with this is they don't do much illegal. Don't get me wrong, they commit crimes, that's what makes them terrorists. But it's not very often. So what I'm trying to get at here is there isn't much we can do to stop them. The instant they commit a crime, we can throw them in prison. We can debate with them and try to educate them. But that's about it. There's nothing else we can do. 
so white supremacy is kind of a uh, odd topic. But since we're talking about supremacy, let's talk about black supremacy. I've never heard anyone talk about black supremacy, ever. Why? Because they don't want you to know it exists. There is such thing as black supremacists, people who believe blacks are supreme over everyone else. I hate this. It's They yell at us white people because they think we go out and demonize them. We, they think that white people demonize black people just because they're black. They think we segregate and, oh, what's all the words? Segregate, enslave you with pennies wages, and all this type of stuff. When really this isn't true. There are black supremacists out there that are doing way more damage than the white supremacists. Don't get me wrong, they're both problems. We need to get rid of them both somehow, legally. It's kind of a problem right now, though. The black supremacists are Maxine Waters. Basically, any black famous politician that you can think of is a black supremacist. And then there's white people who are also black supremacists. Don't ask how that works. It just does. And it's so strange because they think their race is supreme without overtly saying it. They don't say, hey, black races are supreme. No, instead they just say, give black people this for free, but not white people this for free. Do this for black people, but not this for white people. All this sort of stuff, and it's just wrong, okay? There's a podcast dude who said that, I think I might have talked about this already, but I'm going to talk about it again. This black podcaster who's a Democrat, a leftist, and he talked about how black people are supreme because they have this thing in their head called a melon. It's, it's basically like their soul, you know, like you have a soul with someone, a connection with them, but white people don't have that. Only black people have that. And so white people realize that black people have this, and so they, they, they were feeling desperate. So they needed to do something to gain control, basically. So what they did is they rounded them up and enslaved them. So white people are the real animals here, not the black people. That's what he was saying. Can you hold hold the phone a second? <laughs> Can you let's slow down and back up just a little bit? There's no such thing as something called a melon. I think what he's referring to is something where you have uh, a variety of different feelings. That's true. Black people do tend to connect with feelings more than facts more often. That's that's a common fact. At, <laughs> Prove you want proof? Okay, ninety-seven percent of black people are Democrats. There's your proof. Um, did, did that doesn't make you supreme, though. Does that make females more supreme over men? Because females have that too. Females connect with their feelings more than they connect with statistics and facts. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there's nothing wrong with connecting with feelings over facts on simple things. But when it comes to supremacy seriously no one is supreme no race is supreme the white race isn't supreme the black race isn't supreme the female gender isn't supreme the male gender isn't supreme there is no such thing as a supreme human being that's like saying there's such thing as a supreme turtle okay there is such thing as a supreme turtle don't get me wrong i love turtles they're amazing but we all know that a sea turtle's the best <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> so this <laughs> The thing that annoys me the most is that they're not being... I'm going to sell down. 
they're not being talked against. There's no person except for the right that's going against these black supremacists. They're everywhere. And we need to slow them down. And we need to stop white supremacy and black supremacy altogether. At the same time. That's impossible, though. Okay, so let's go to this next topic that it's going to be a long topic because it's very confusing and there's some mixed stuff going around about it. White nationalism. The confusing part is some people consider white nationalists to be white supremacists, but that's simply not true. I'm white and I'm a nationalist, which means I love my country and I think that my country has more rights than any other country. And because of that, I think my country is better than any other country on the planet right now. That would technically make me a white nationalist because I'm a nationalist and I'm white. White nationalist. Whoa. Does that make me a terrorist? No, I've never gone out and terrorized anyone. I've never killed anyone. I've never said, come to America or else. And then I'm going to build a wall and keep you from coming to America. No, no one does that. No one does that. What they're confusing us with is white supremacists. I don't believe the white race is supreme. And I don't think you should split nationalists up with white nationalists and black nationalists. No, you shouldn't do that, okay? I'm a white person. I'm a nationalist. Technically, that does make me a white nationalist. But if you're going to demonize me just because of that, that makes you a racist. You're demonizing me because I'm white? Seriously? You're a racist person. I almost said a bad word. I'm sorry. I'm going to try my best not to. I hate cussing. It's bad. <laughs> have you guys ever been golfing? And you're, if you have, then you know what I'm talking about. You're putting, you're like two feet away from the hole, and you're like, oh man, I'm going to make this one so easily and get a par or something like that. And you gently tap it, and it curves around the hole, and shoom, doesn't go in the hole. Oh. That's the worst feeling ever. I hate it when that happens. It's so annoying. Oof. That's what I feel like right now. When we try educating the left using the strategy of taking away their privileges, which is what they are doing to us, that's what's going to happen. It's going to look like you get really close to succeeding, and then it's going to miss. So those of you out there who want to try to educate the left that way, don't do that, okay? That's making yourself no better than them. Educate them. Debate them. Talk to them. Don't try taking their stuff. It's not right. You can call me a libertarian for saying this, but I believe in extreme freedom. I'm not a libertarian, but I do believe in extreme freedom. I believe the governments should have very little effect on us. So, let's review slightly here. Because I have seven minutes left of time. <sighs> have you guys ever seen a terrorist movie? Where... Oh, I don't remember what it's called. 
the movie's really bad. But actually, it's based on a true story, though. And the true story is amazing. There's these two military people who stop a terrorist attack on a French... French, sorry, French train. And it's really, really good story. I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard it's bad, so don't watch the movie. Just look up the story. These terrorists on the political side, domestic terrorism, these people, they need to be stopped. And you're not going to succeed, like I said earlier, by using their own techniques of taking away your pri their privileges. You will fail, and you will become a hypocrite. If those of you who aren't Christian, I'm, I give up on not saying this. I suggest you <laughs> convert, please. <laughs> because it tends to be that Christians do better at that than non-Christians. That's how it tends to be. Um, let's move on to a quick topic. I'm going to talk about this next time, too. Uh, not domestic terrorism. Next time I'm going to talk about actual terrorism. But I'm going to brief over it quickly. So actual terrorism. Gotta love it, you know? That's my best friend. Just kidding. No, actual terrorism is where someone from another country comes to this country to try to blow something up. Not always blow something up, but try to ruin something in this country. And we have been at war with terror for ages and ages, and we can't kill it because it just restarts over and over and over again. And it makes me a little upset. So what I think is Muslims, Christians, Jews should all band together and fight against Islams. There is a difference between a Muslim and an Islam. At least in my mind there is. A Muslim is an actual person who follows a Muslim religion but doesn't believe in killing people for fun and to convert people to their religion. That's Islam. Islam is where you believe in all the Muslim stuff. But then you also believe in killing people to convert them to your religion. I hate Islamic beliefs. I have nothing against Muslim beliefs. That is the difference. Islam, Muslim. Islam is a bit violent. Muslims are meh. I really don't care. I couldn't care less at all. In fact... I heard that in the Middle East, there have been some Muslim soldiers that helped us fight against Islam, which is a good thing. So, uh, I was reading this story, and Israel was attacked by some missile attacks again, obviously, and they used the Iron Dome to save themselves, and it worked. It was cool. But then people said, pray for Palestine, guys. Pray for Palestine. No. Well, they said that because Israel attacked Palestine. No, don't pray for them. Look at them. They're attacking Israel day after day after day, constantly. And no one's saying, praise for Israel, guys. Pray for Israel. No. Just stop, okay? You're so hypocritical. You just want... <sighs> okay. Basically, they have no brain and they don't know what to do. So they're just going around doing random stuff. Palestine has been attacking Israel constantly, is, and no one wants to pray for Israel. Israel counterattacks Palestine, and people are like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Just, 
yeah. Okay, I'm sorry about that rants. I'm gonna carry on with that next time. Um, you can email me what you thought and some questions at weeklypolitics at onmail.com. And I'll catch you all next time, whenever that is. And peace out. Oh, wait. I'm a Christian. I can't say that anymore. God bless you.